0: Hi everyone, this is Anshul. Welcome to Beyond Mall Road podcast. This is going to be a new podcast series where we will talk about Himalayan destinations that are not well known or not seen on general tourist map. The guest today is Chandroma Ray for whom Himalayas are like a second home. She spends her day in Bangalore but often escapes to the mountains whenever she finds time. So without further ado, let's welcome Chandroma and see what place she is going to talk about. Before we start, I would like to share about my Patreon where all podcasts and videos are being uploaded in advance with exclusive content. You can follow me over there and subscribe for $5 only so that I can keep improving my content. Hi Chandroma, welcome to Beyond Mall Road podcast. Thanks for being a part of this episode. Thanks Anshul for
1: inviting me. It is lovely having
0: you for the podcast. But before we start, How about you share a little about yourself and your professional background?
1: Yeah, so hello everyone. I'm Chandroma. I'm a corporate communications professional in the major part of my day. And the rest of the time I get either I'm traveling or I'm planning new trips. I am based out of Bangalore, basically from Calcutta, but probably I belong to the mountains. That's where I see myself settling down maybe in another 10-15 years. So yeah, that's about me. It
0: must be a hell of a journey every time you plan a trip from Bangalore to any Himalayan destination. Uh, So what place are you going to talk about?
1: So it's it's a small village in Alchi and someday I really hope to open a cafe there and, and live the rest of my life there in
0: peace. Alchi sounds interesting, exactly something that this podcast intends to cover. Where is Alchi and why do you like it so much?
1: Yeah, so basically, Alchi is a very small village on the Srinagar Leh Highway. It's about seventy kilometers from Leh downhill, uh, downhill, and it's pretty near to Kargil. It's about two two and a half hours drive from Kargil. Very small village. I mean, there are hardly, uh, if I remember correctly, there were hardly sixty to seventy families living in that village. It's right by the Indus flowing. And it has one of the oldest, why Alchi is famous is because of an old, uh, it has the oldest monastery, uh, the Alchi Gompa is one of the oldest monastery in Ladakh, if not India. It was built somewhere in the 6th century, I still remember. And and it's a very small, slow village. Why I liked it? Because just people, people just go there to do nothing. And that is my kind of place. You can just go sit there. See at the beautiful mountain views and just by the river Indus, it's 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 a pretty picture perfect village and the tourism is pretty less right now. I wouldn't say it's an offbeat place or I mean people don't visit there, but it doesn't attract as much as tourists as the other parts of Ladakh do. So from that perspective, it it was a heavenly experience when I planned and visited my stay in Alchi.
0: I personally have an affection towards these small Ladakhi villages. The people, the food, the views are all so much unlike the mainstream Himalayan destinations. But that is me. For you, what is the most fascinating thing about Alchi that won your heart?
1: So the most fascinating thing, again, there are a couple of things I would like to highlight here. One was, as I mentioned, the slow life in Alchi. People just take it slow. They don't start their day say before 10, 11, which is a little unlike from the other Himalayan places I've visited. It's a very slow life. And the next thing is, uh, it is very rich in the history aspect of it. So it has, as I mentioned, it has the oldest uh, monastery there. And if you visit the monastery, if you just enter it, you will be taken back to time. There is so much richness in the art and the paintings within the monastery and they have preserved it like very, very well. That is another thing that really I was fascinated by. it. Natural beauty, of course. I mean, that goes without saying for any Himalayan hamlets I have visited. But yeah, and Alchi, of course, is no exception. That was another part. The fourth part that really attracted me was the cafes in Alchi. So Alchi is filled with this small cafes and, and, and the food there is amazing. In terms of you get authentic Ladakhi cuisines in like four or five cafes there. So mostly mountains we see like people like serving mostly Tibetan dishes like momos and they make a mixture of Chinese and Tibetan dishes. But in, in Alchi, one of the things that really stood out was the food. Most of the places serve authentic Ladakhi food. So maybe that's and yeah, those are the things that actually stood out when I visited Alchi, if I, if I have to recall.
0: Yes, Tibetan dishes are another level of experience in Ladakh. It is so authentic and unique and tastes very different than what we have in cities. I would like to have another podcast on the food of Ladakh. But now tell me this, if a traveler like me has to go to Alchi, then what is the route they are supposed to take?
1: So you basically, there are a couple of ways to reach Alchi. So the easiest is, of course, you take a flight to Leh and drive down down to uh, Alchi. That's what we did because we... Ideally, if you really want to have the scenic beauty of the thing and you are doing a Srinagar to Manali kind of a Ladakh trip, so you can just drive when you're driving down from Srinagar to Kargil. After Kargil, you have to drive down another two to two, three hours. It's between Kargil and, and Leh. Right before Lamayaru. Lamayaru is very fa- is another famous village in in Ladakh. So it's very near to Lamayaru. So it's almost about 40 minutes from Lamayaru. So th- that's how you go by road, or or if you're if you take a flight to Leh, you can just and if you're coming down till Kargil and visiting Zaskar. The Confluence of Zaskar and all, you can uh, visit while that also. So about from Leh, takes about three hours, uh, again, three hours to reach. Uh, my assumption is it's in between Kargil and Leh. It's, it's just, it falls almost midway. And the roads are spectacular, no harm in driving down. And it's, it's a very easy to reach village. It's not that you have to do a lot of trekking or uh, walking. It just enter. I mean, you can just take your car down that and right up to the village and reach there. So there are these two ways of reaching there.
0: You are right. Road trips in Ladakh have their own fan base. And since you mentioned small cafes, there are these tiny eateries that you will come across on the road and where you can stop to have some paratha and chai. It is really amazing, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So basically people mostly go to Lamayri because that's famous for that crescent uh, moon-shaped village and all of that. So, we did Lamayuru right before reaching Alchi. So, we didn't stay overnight. We stayed overnight in Alchi. So, it's very close to Lamayaru, Anshul.
0: I am just waiting when this situation becomes better and I can travel without worries. And do you have any special advice for travelers like me who will be going to Alchi for the first time?
1: Yeah, so basically two advice, Anshul. I mean, if I have to give to travelers, one is in general with if you are traveling to Leh, which which probably everywhere Google says you will re- read 10,000 blogs on how if you have, if you are not too comfortable with uh, high altitude places. So one is you have to, of course, take care of your health. You have to give it a time, give it a day to rest in, uh, say, if you're going to lay or if you're driving from Srinagar, whatever, give your body enough rest before taking the road trip. That's probably with the whole of Ladakh trip, I would say, not not Alchi specifically, but in general, yes, health is one thing. I mean, just take care of your health, go slow, take your time, have time in hand to to actually uh, do that road trip. That is one. The next thing I would say is, which I learned from from the things I didn't do, and I wish I did after, uh, this is something I learned after visiting to uh, Alchi is, Keep. I mean, if you're a slow traveler, if you really want to enjoy the essence of Alchi, keep at least three to four nights in Alchi and just enjoy the slow life. I uh, We had just two nights there because of our packed sh- uh, trip. But next time I'm going there, I'm sure I'm not coming back anywhere close to less than seven days. But other than that, if you really want to do La Alchi and if you really want to have the essence of Alchi and if you're a slow traveler, you don't have too many things on your itinerary and you are not the kind of person who are, who is looking to visit, uh, visit say 10 tourist spots, then just keep some time in hand while you go to Alchi. So that is my, my advice, I think.
0: Yeah, a place like this is not something that you go and spend a day and then move to another place. I would personally like to spend a week and see what all can I find there. I may work for a month if the network is good. What do you think? Is the network the connectivity in Alchi good uh, when you were there?
1: network connectivity airtel is pretty good i don't know how, so i visited it a couple of years back that time airtel worked very fine with me there and i mean data connection you it's a little spotty but i mean the otherwise phone connectivity is there but i would advise people not to i mean since it's we are living in covid times and a lot of us are like looking for options to go work there and and internet is like a necessity these days So that I would suggest if you are going to Alchi, you don't expect internet to be fabulous. But other than that, I mean, phone and all network was working fine. And uh, I mean, phone network, but data network, I would say it's a little spotty. So don't take work when you're traveling to Alchi and I'm sure you won't love it, love working there. I mean, you will love, but I mean, probably it's okay to switch off and, and just enjoy Alchi.
0: Since cafes have been coming up during this conversation again and again and you want to open one in Alchi as well. So what can one expect in terms of food when they are there?
1: Yeah, so basically I would start off by stating there's this right when you enter Alchi. That's my favorite memory of Alchi. We were so tired after like the long road trip from La all. We just entered Alchi and we see this cafe called Alchi's Kitchen. And when you go up the cafe, it's like, it's a small cafe, not a small, not, not small cafe. It's a relatively smaller cafe and, but it is designed in that Ladakhi kitchen theme and the menu stunned us because that's what, that was the first time I was seeing Ladaki food, reading about Ladakhi food and they had explanations written and the lady there was fantastic in explaining everything. So I remember three specific dishes, which I had there. One was Kambir. So Kambir is basically the Ladakhi bread. And it's basically stuffed, uh, like stuffed with meat, mostly lamb. So that was one memorable food I had there. So khambir was great, and the next was mokmoks. So mokmoks are nothing but our momos, but tastes very different from our uh, from the momo Tibetan momos we get in mountains. Very very different, and they they are quite big in size, and the sauce they give with that is very very different very different and with that mock mocks they give this soup called skew so skew is made of made of barley it's not the chicken stock or the lamb stock we usually get the soup is made out of barley with a lot of vegetables and so that's that that's in general is a separate delicacy so skew is one more i mean they serve it with mock mocks or you can just have it just like that so that was great and the Third thing, I, and uh, you get, of course, you get tingmos and sap, t- saptras, the usual uh, Tibetan dishes. But other than that, another thing that I really remember and I would really advise you to pick up if you are visiting Alchi is churpe, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's the dried yak cheese. I know a lot of places in Ladakh has this, I mean, uh, this yak cheese, but that is something you, you should be having it in Alchi in that cafe maybe because that that is yummy. So yeah, I, th- these are the three things I, I really remember. And of course, you get other stuffs like other usual Tibetan stuff like Thukpas and mo, Saptras and Tingmos and all of that. And if you're a vegetarian, you will enjoy the lamb momos and the lamb kambis with, with meat stuffing. So yeah, I'm already having water in my mouth. So
0: yes. And lastly, what kind of stay options are available in Alchi?
1: Uh, so stay options, uh, there are, they are mostly homestays. Uh, they don't have any hotels there or or big, big stays, some uh, big brands or something. Mostly there are homestays and very reasonably priced homestays, say from 1000 to 1500 bucks per night. If you're looking for a, a little better homestays, I mean, in terms of stay and comfort and everything, otherwise it can come as low as say a 700 to say 1000 rupees but otherwise it's like i would say the upper cap should be about 1800 to 2000 maximum to book a stay but all our homestays and nothing too luxurious i mean you don't have, you don't really search for luxuries there but wherever you stay you will definitely get a mountain view and or the Indus flowing by so that way and and they have i mean just make your bookings uh, i mean most of them are not available on internet yet because the internet is so spotty they don't get a chance to see bookings and all but a lot of phone numbers is available on the internet so just do a search and directly call them to book that's one that's another learning i would say i had got uh, got because we had to book it through somebody and all of that but if you directly want to book it's best to call them up and do a booking and all are like very small Guest house or homestays kind of options for stay.
0: Yeah, yeah, homestays are always a good choice over big hotels. Himalayan farm stays have done some good work and to create sustainable stay options for tourists in Ladakh. With this, we have come to an end of this episode. Alchi sounds like a nice place to visit. It is certainly on my list now.
1: <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks Anshul. It was a pleasure, uh, pleasure to talk about Alchi and and it brought back memories, lots of them. So thank you again.
0: Uh, thanks to Chandroma for being a part of this episode. You can connect with her on uh, her social media handles that are.
1: Yeah, so I'm at Instagram. It's very easy to remember. It's Chandroma 86, C-H-A-N-D-R-O-M-A 86. And I have a little blog, which I write once in a while called One Earth, Two Less. Yep. Yeah, so I hope to connect with you people on Instagram.
0: You can also follow me on my social media handles. All the links are mentioned in this episode's description. Thank you for listening to us. We will be back with a new episode soon.